G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As we do on a Wednesday, we like to check in on breaking news as it's coming from Israel and the Middle East. And a very interesting update today because Israel's had an election. Uh, Ron Ross is back with us. Hi, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's start with the biggest news story coming out of Israel, of course, uh, the election. And now all the results are not known yet, but Israel election exit polls are indicating that uh, that Bibi is back. Benjamin Netanyahu heading back to the Prime Minister's office. Can you believe it? Former Prime Minister and Likud leader Benjamin Netanyahu is set to become Israel's next Prime Minister, according to Tuesday night's exit polls. According to the polls, Netanyahu's bloc, which includes Likud, Religious Zionist Party, United Torah Judaism and Shaz, crossed the 61-seat threshold and will be able to form the next coalition. In some of the polls, his bloc reached 62 seats. The Likud party is expected to receive 30 seats, according to Channel 12, and 31 seats, according to Channel 13 while the Yeshatid party is expected to get 24 seats according to both polls. The religious Zionist party saw a dramatic rise in contrast to previous years, with both channels reporting 14 seats. But in the category of weird, Israel politics continues to deliver. Benjamin Netanyahu is on trial for several corruption charges that his supporters consider flimsy and abusive. Indeed, prosecutors have struggled to prove their case in court. But the allegations have haunted him for years and have made it more difficult for Netanyahu to form lasting political alliances amid defections and the emergence of his new rivals. His likely return defies all those odds. But keep an eye on this one. These are exit poll details. And we'll see what happens from here. Okay, they're not final results, but they are a good indicator. We'll be monitoring that along. Hey, Ron, other headlines. Israel must get rid of its nuclear weapons, according to the United Nations General Assembly. What's this one about? Yeah, Neil, I've been waiting for this for about 10 years. Israel must dispose of all its nuclear weapons and place its nuclear sites under the International Atomic Energy Agency's purview, the United Nations General Assembly's first committee stated in an initial 152-to-5 vote. The five nations that opposed Friday's resolution on the risk of nuclear proliferation in the Middle East were Canada, Israel, Micronesia, Palau, and the United States. Another 24 countries abstained, including European Union members. The annual resolution submitted by Egypt to the UNGA in New York was sponsored by the Palestinian Authority and 19 countries, 
including Bahrain, Jordan, Morocco, and the United Arab Emirates. The resolution largely targets Israel, which is believed to be one of only nine nations to possess nuclear weapons. Israel has never admitted publicly to having nuclear weapons. The resolution notes that Israel is the only country in the Middle East and one of the few among the UN's 193 member states which has not signed the Non-Proliferation Nuclear Weapons Treaty. The U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, slammed the United Nations for its unfair focus on Israel and passing and for signing a disproportionate number of one-sided resolutions against the Jewish state. Uh, there certainly does to seem to be a bias that comes from the United Nations General Assembly against Israel. Hey, uh, some other headlines, Ron. Israel to give Ukraine military communications systems. Uh, what are the headlines showing us? Yeah, pretty rugged comments here. Israel will provide Ukraine with military communication systems that the country requested months ago. N12's UVDA investigative program reported on Monday. UVDA spoke with Ukrainian President Zelensky, who told them that Ukraine had requested communication systems from Israel months ago, even before requesting air defense systems. The Ukrainian president also addressed efforts earlier this year by then Prime Minister Naftali Bennett to mediate between Russia and Ukraine saying the Russians don't need a mediator, they just want someone to delay things. They saw in Bennett such a person. They used him. He wanted to stop the war, but he couldn't. Zelensky stressed that Israel must choose a side in this conflict. While stressing that he was not making comparisons, Zelensky pointed to European nations who stood silent during World War II. When you hear that silence, especially from Israel, you begin to hear the voice of Nazis, the Jewish gentleman Zelensky said. Okay. Another headline uh, turning our attention towards more broadly across the Middle East, an Iranian teenage girl, Ron, beaten to death for tearing up a photo of Ayatollah Khomeini. Uh, what's the story here? Uh, how sad is this? Protests continued across Iran as Iranian forces continued their crackdown. Last week, a female surgeon was shot in the head while protesting with other doctors in Tehran. Now, an Iranian girl in middle school was beaten to death after police officers found a torn-up photo of former Iranian Supreme Leader Rehla Khomeini in one of her school books. The girl identified as Parmas Hamnava was at a school in Iranshia in the Sistan and Balakstein province when security forces entered the school in order to search the books of the students. The security forces reportedly forced Hamnava's family and teachers to promise that they would not speak to the press about the incident before handing over her body to be buried. More than 1,000 court cases are scheduled to deal with the rest of protesters in the near future. And Ron, uh, let's finish off on a positive note here. Israel breaks a two-decade record with 64,000 immigrants expected to relocate by year's end. Uh, how does this one look? 
Yeah, nearly 60,000 people emigrated to Israel during the Hebrew calendar year 5782, which began on September 7, 2021, and ended September 25, 2022. By the end of December 2022, Israel may greet more than 64,000 new immigrants, the ministry stated. In comparison, some 320,000 immigrants made Aliyah, immigrated, in all of the last decade. It would be the largest number of immigrants to Israel in a single year since 1999. Of the immigrants who arrived in the past year, 47% came from Russia, while 25% from Ukraine. Okay, well, Ron, thank you so much for scouring the headlines for us and a timely update on those exit poll results coming out of Israel after their elections. We'll be following through some more detail on that as it comes to hand. But, Ron Ross, thank you so much for being with us once again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.